This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. What's going on, everybody? So, this is a very special episode of The Big Thing Sith Council. So I already did my spoiler episode this morning. Now, normally we do our spoiler discussion on um, on the Mandalorian. But today, speaking of the Mandalorian, we have the Mandalorian, Brendan Wayne. There are three actors who portray Din Darjin, the Mandalorian. When you see all those crazy stunts and when you see people, you know, when, when Din's getting thrown around and, doing all the just just the the crazy action that's that's latif when you hear that voice the recognizable voice everybody knows it's pedro pascal that swagger that walk you know the 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 essence that's brendan wayne the grandson of the great john wayne we had brendan wayne in studio talking about becoming the mandalorian everything and more so we're going to talk about his journey there, some stuff, and what the hell happened to Din in that cave, man? How did he? How did he sink? We'll talk to him about that and a lot more on the show today. So that's really what we're going to be talking about. So we hope that you join us. We are almost. No, we just hit seventy, but we're almost. We're we're on that road to hundred thousand. So we hope that you'll join us. Subscribe today, everybody. Hit that button. Show a little class. Do that. Join the Patreon. Patreon.com/slash The Big Thing Show. So make sure you dig that, do that, do that, dig that, all that and more. You know, there's a lot of people who are big um, Sith Council fans, and I'm so happy for that to get the Sith Council shirt and Spotify. Follow us there. So it's going to be me and Steph and Brendan Wayne on the show today. So let's get into it, everybody. It's Sith Council. I'm ready. You're ready. Let's go. All right, as discussed, ladies and gentlemen, what already this year, it's been great. We've had Katie Sackoff on, we had Katie O'Brien on, and now Din Darjin himself. That's right. One of the people who get a chance to bring us every week Din to the screen, the Mandalorian himself, the one and only, Brendan Wayne. Hey, what's up Brendan? good to have you um we're excited to have you on man i know for a little bit because we we have a mutual friend in uh in steve Byrne, the man uh and and he's been for, for a bit he's like yo you gotta have brendan on i would love to have brendan on and and there's so much that we were like shit we gotta ask you so so many questions and we just did this kind of spoiler episode so when you i know because it's you it's latif and obviously it's pedro yeah. bring who bring din alive let's talk about the question you probably get the most and it's how did all this kind of come come about um when you're like hey man there's this show we want you to do this and and kind of how you learned all about about becoming uh din it's actually kind of stupid um because at a certain point you know 25 years of bartending you realize you're a bartender yeah no longer an actor and so uh i just didn't give a shit (laughs) right and so i get a call from my agent he's like hey uh, this untitled star wars projects want you to try on some clothes and blah 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 i'm like uh are you going to pay me? 
They're like, uh, it's untitled. So I'm like, are they paying me? It's the only way I'm going down to put on some clothes for these guys. Like, it was such a weird thing. I'm like, yeah. some guy fetish in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I, uh, I, they're like, yeah, okay, great. My kid's going to college, like, I think 10 days after I was uh, going to try on these clothes. I go over there, and it's shady part of, like, Glendale. And I'm like, what? This is totally, I'm, like, I'm just going to have to cry a little bit at home in the car. It's fine. Just, it's money. Right. So uh, I get there, <laughs> and I get in this place, and there's T2, and then there's the Avatar. So it's, like, legit yeah, when you walk like, in. Holy this Does that change your perspective though immediately? Like you, right when you start, start the preparation, feel so confident. Right. Like before, like, <laughs> it's just me naked and Jello. We're good. Yeah, right. Getting set up. Right. Like, and then it becomes so real. It becomes yeah. real. And then I start like I was getting the palm sweats. I was like, "What am I doing?" Oh, okay. And then uh, we uh, we go into this little like like a like a, in theater little makeup room with mirrors to look at yourself. So I was like, go in, I see this plastic crate, and I'm like, okay. They're like, hey, so it's in here, and they pop it open, and I'm like, Boba Fett. (laughs) (laughs) All of them are like, no. And they're like mad about it. I'm like, why are you so mad? (laughs) I signed the NDA, we're good. Like, I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm showing my grandson. I haven't told so many things. (laughs) They're like, no, no, no. It's not Boba Fett. I'm like, okay. Not Boba Fett. What should I call it? They're like, we're not calling it anything. I was like, you, you guys are so hoity-toity. Aggressive. I'm like, all right, great. Fine, not whatever. calling it anything. Putting it on. And I don't think they had any clue that the suit would work for me. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, the guy that they had actually hired six months before, they had hired somebody who was a stuntman. Um, but he was 6'5". He was, he was Batman, Rich Citron. He was unreal. Like, yeah. He's legit. I just said, legit. Kids about that. Anyway, <laughs> so um, I start putting on this thing, and thank God, this dude, it was his costume, 6'5". Thank God he's fit, because it fit, except for a little bit of length thing. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no. Put on this bucket. And I put on the bucket. and It was like, an actual bucket? No, no. Okay, was, uh, I was like, you cannot like, be. I was letting you in on a little, some of the, right. some of the, oh, some oh, the lingo. Okay, some okay. of the lingo. Like, legit. Yeah. yeah. Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Yeah, so I put on the helmet, and uh, I was like, oh, this is good. They're like, uh, all right, move around, because they thought it would, like, slide everywhere. And it didn't fit. It was made for the suit. I was like, yeah, it works for me. They're like, really? I'm like, yeah, 100%. They're like, okay, let's go. Like, you can see them getting excited. Which one is it? Is it the one from season one, like, before he gets the best car? Yeah, I call it the Pinto, because I had a... My family had a Pinto station wagon, and it was that shit brown. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it had a panel that was green too, and one that was silver because right. my brother put it in certain places. It should right. So it's so it was it was the armor that he before before he does the job before he gets it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before he earns his yeah. money. Yeah. So he goes, you know, whatever. So I go in. They start taking these pictures, and the guys like get excited. No, I'm like, there's no producers or directors. I have no idea what that there is a next step. Right, right, right. I'm just thinking they're trying to get a look at it. So. We go, uh, they're taking these pictures on this, like, gray-blue screen or whatever, and it looks pretty cool. And he's like, God, you just stand right. I was like, okay, this is where it comes. This is where I got to just bite my tongue and just say, okay, yeah, right, right, right. me. Right. Um, but it didn't. never came. I never was touched inappropriately. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, you know, uh, 
whatever I, I leave you know yeah. and, and I've got do you think so, it's over then you're like yeah. I, it was just kind I mean, of every time I leave a room yeah. I assume it's that over. was the yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the most time I got yeah <laughs> and so uh, I was like whatever cool I go home I got two little ones and then I have my kid who's about to go to college and uh, I don't hear anything and like with Favreau and I, I do know Favreau's involved but with Favreau it was like cowboys and aliens I went in and uh, read for that and then two months later, I'm, you know, like doing a horseback, horseback right. uh, riding thing. So did John tell them to call you in? So, I, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I didn't know then, but yes. Yes, okay. And so. Uh, That's great. Yeah, it was weird. So it's like, I didn't think, oh, yeah, in two months, John will call me. I'm like, you know, 10 days later, I'm taking my kid to college. And uh, unlike marriage, it's only going to happen once. So I'm like, I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we're like, yes. Um Going to Boston, which is weird because I'm from L.A. Anyways, that's side notes. Uh, they call me and they're like, hey, we need you in 11 days to do the screen test. And I tell my agent, I'm like, no. He goes, what? And like, no, I'm not. He goes, it's, it's Star Wars. I'm like, I get it. I know I get it. But my kid comes first. Like, It's awesome. I'm, you know, yeah. 40, whatever, five. I'm like, it doesn't matter at that point. I'll never get this back, so I'm going. They're like. You, you could go a day later. I'm like, no, you could do it earlier. I have no idea what's going through my mind. Like, right. And now I look back. I'm like, who are you, you fucking <laughs> right. prima donna? Right. I did it. I was like, no, my agent. I could hear him on the phone. He's like shoving the phone in his mouth. Going, I'm a fucking cop. So he's like, okay, I'll tell him. <laughs> so about three days later, my kids are like, uh, did you really say no? I'm like, I didn't say no. I just said move it early. That's it. We're, you know, getting ready, packing up the next day. Or two days later, I'm leaving. and They moved the day. They're like, hey, can you come in? They did before? it. Wow. And then I was like, yeah, good. And then that same You're lucky. attitude. <laughs> no, no, but then I, I like, doubled down on, like, this. I don't, I don't know what it was. I, I feel like I knew what this character was before I ever walked in that room. Yeah. Because I, I don't know about you, but, like, I played – Cowboys my whole life. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was a kid, I had the holster and the hat for It's in your blood. Yeah, like, but yeah. I mean, I don't even think it's like, yeah, JW, the whole deal. But, like, weren't we all sheriffs? and, and Right. Like, just when you play, when you're kids, you, you yeah, right, right, it. right. Like, and, and that's what, you know, Luke and Han were. So it was like, they just happened to be in space with cool ships instead of right. smelly horses. And so I was like, okay. Walk in the door. I, I'm in this costume that kind of fits. I'm in size 12. I'm a 10 in shoes. So that was weird, but I'm not a complainer. Mm-hmm. And I think that was John's. He's like, sweet, put the guy in who won't complain. Yeah. And so uh, I, I walk in and I'm feeling the holster and stuff. And they, I mean, I'm there walking up to me. And prop guy's coming up, Josh. And he's like, so what do you think? I was like, here's the rifle. I'm like, it's not balanced. And I need it to have this thing. I need it to be a foot shorter. Like, who the fuck am I? Right. And I mean, I'm literally still walking in to meet everybody, already telling them adjust the costume. They've spent $20,000 on. I need the holster lower because I can't pull from here because it'll look weird. Yeah, but that's I th- but they probably that probably was impressive to them. No, yeah. But in my head, like, I think of any other, so many other auditions, almost 100% of them. Uh, I'm like, what do you want? Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. And this was different. It was, I just felt comfortable. Mm. And then uh, I did that. And, um, John walks up and he's like, "This is Dave Filoni." I'm like, "Hey, good to meet you." And he was blah blah blah. Like, 
It doesn't dawn on me that I've watched all his. I love to say this. Yeah, it pisses him off. His cartoons <laughs> that he draws, and uh, Dave's like, you know, hey, you know, this is what I do. And I'm like, yeah, I know another Pittsburgh guy. He's a lot funnier than you, so I'm gonna move along. And <laughs> Dave's like, right. I wasn't an ass. Like I'm sounding, I was still like, like, I mean, like be able to kind of break his balls a little bit. Yeah, because yeah, like, like, he was coming from mine. I was like, oh, right, 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 right. No, sir. And then uh, we did this, you know, screen test. They had me walking over things in the helmet. And I don't have a problem in the helmet. Like, yeah. I knew after I tried it on that I was going to be in a helmet like that that has, like, this vision. So I ordered a Boba Fett helmet yeah. off Amazon and walked around the house and drove in it. Bad idea. Um, um, I wish I saw you driving on, like, the 405. Some, maybe you did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you you, you might have. Guy? It's L.A. You probably did see <laughs> it. On the way to the Yeah, yeah 100%. I was bartending that whole season, too. Were you really? Yeah. Oh, but I, so so I, I do that, and then... Life took over, and I like the next day I flew out to Boston, and it was the day I was leaving my kid at college. And I, I'm not kidding, like snot rolling down my face. The Uber's coming to pick us up. I'm like, and I had not cried the whole time. It was great. And then we were getting in the car. I knew I was leaving my kid there, and I'm like, oh, all right, see you. Uh, uh, and then this phone starts ringing, and I'm like, I can't answer the phone. And she's like, who is it? I'm like, oh, it's, it's Nick. It's my agent. She's like, answer the phone, Dad. I'm like, yeah. no, I'm not answering like this. It's not the character he needs. Yeah. She's like, um, Dad, get your shit together. I'm like, <laughs> hey, what's up? She's like, oh, did I wake you up? I'm like, yeah, I was just taking a nap. My kid's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, you're in Boston, right? I'm like, yeah. He goes, it's 12. I'm like, I'm old. Yeah. Right. So he goes, hey, so good news, man. Uh, they want you to be David Prowse. That's I was cool. like, yeah. oh, my God, you're yeah. kidding. He's like, yeah. He's like, you have a daily contract. No big deal, though. You don't know how many days you'll work or whatever. But, you know, you got a shot at least. So, the and, rest. And that was I mean, it. I worked every day. It was amazing. So, yeah, because that, so that, and, I mean, that's, first of all, that, that just the beginning of it is an amazing story, right. right? So, you know, but you, so you get, so you get that and you go on, you're on, you're on the, you're on the role, you're on, you get the role and you're on set. The thing is, too, is I was saying it on my old show uh, when I was – people had the time were giving me crap for it because I said I was more excited for The Mandalorian than I was Episode Nine, And there were a lot of people who were like, you're crazy. This is, it's a movie as opposed to TV show. I'm like, yeah, but this is different with streaming and the way they're going to put it and the, the kind of detail that they're putting together on it. When you're on set that first day, do you know instantly, like, oh, wait a minute. This is, this is, this is different stuff I'm here. I'm getting goosebumps saying. Yeah, yeah. I kid you not. Like, um, we had done rehearsals – uh, I've been working with like Gina Carano and, and Bryce or Deb Chow. Yeah. And we'd go over these storyboards, which was again, completely foreign to me because my inclusion in the storytelling part usually is, you know, we got our leads and you're going to get shot in this episode right. or this scene. And, uh, all of a sudden it's like, you know, this is what we are looking at. And they're showing me like the blurg and it's, it's running kind of like, it's a two legged thing and it's running like this. I'm like, Oh, it can't run like that. It's going to go like this because it's too late. So the, the, the movement's going to be more like a wagon horse, and they're like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> notes. Things. Yeah. So even that was kind of heady. Walking onto the set. So like Latif and I are trying to figure out how he's going to fight, how yeah. he's going to move. Yeah. These kind of things. Do you have to coordinate with Latif like right away? Like to, when, when you first meet him, like, okay, look, I know I'm doing this. You're going to do this. So let's let's kind of no, sync up. It, the weird thing was, like, first of all, 
he's an art. He like his what he does is artistry. Uh, his craft is stunts. I don't do stunts. Like if I do, Disney owes me a lot of money. Right. And they need to pay me now. <laughs> um, but I would never get in his way. Like I, I went. I was. They came to me, Ryan Watson, the stunt yeah. coordinator, and, and the team, and we're like, we got to figure this out. And John knows that you're super western. I'm like, yeah, I'm from Encino. I'm super Western. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, let's figure it out because Latif's Capoeira. Like, he does this Brazilian dance fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Latif. And uh, his, every, like, every step he takes is an explosion of something. And mine's, like, almost drunk. Like, so it's very, like, <laughs> That's a, but, but it's a swagger, dude. It is. It's a but, swagger. So I didn't have, I don't have that swagger, like, naturally because I'm, might be, I should wear a helmet. I should have worn a helmet my whole life. Like I physically <laughs> have moments where I'm like, <laughs> but John was like, in the screen test was like, slow down everything because you look like Woody from Toy Story if you're fast. And I was like, <laughs> and he showed me, I was like, oh my God. He's like, you're in this helmet. And you're like, yeah. so um, he slowed me down. And then all of a sudden I figured out what my grandfather went through because the dude I knew he used to saran wrap his toilets, my grandfather, really tight so you couldn't tell. Yeah. And then wait for one of us to go in and <laughs> number one or number two wow. on ourselves. And he would be like, ah. So this other dude that I saw in movies, yeah. that everyone's like, oh, he played himself. I'm like, no. <laughs> I didn't realize he was a big prankster. That's oh, funny. I mean, that's because we used to only spend time on the boat with him. Yeah. Because anywhere else, it'd be mobbed. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know that. Like, I was, it was amazing that way, the separation yeah. of church and state. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. Um, but you took that stuff that it kind of what, what he did. And, but like, I didn't even know. But I then I started studying because John was like, I want you to study Yul Brenner in uh, Westworld and uh, Schwarzenegger in, in Terminator because yeah. those are some incredible performances of somebody who's not necessarily soulfully connected to themselves. So that was, was my fascinating. job. Yeah. Latif's job was to get pulled and fly and smash things. So when they came to me with that, I was, you know, I'm, I'm kind of used to being, I, I'm 100% used to being comfortable with stuntmen because they're the most real dudes on set. Like, yeah. They don't need to be pet. They know that they're going to go out and just destroy whatever it is and it's going to be fun. And if it doesn't get to this level, they're going to be pissed. Like, they're competitive like me. So it's great. Like, I hang out with them all the time. And they, you know, like, I'm number one on the call sheet. They could give two shits. Right. They, I mean, they, like, we would sit and, my room and just tear it up. And it was great. But uh, they came to me and that kind of respect gave me a responsibility and watching them slow me down physically. All of a sudden I understood how my grandfather got to where he was. Cause once you slow down, there is, you got to be really balanced when you slow you down. And so there is kind of this rocking motion that comes and part of it's just genes or whatever. Um, so, yeah, but it is the idea of the rules. Like, the creed in Mando is the same as, the you know, the creed of uh, a gunslinger. Like, you don't touch your gun unless you're pulling it to kill him. Right. That's it. You don't threaten. There's no threat. The threat is here. Are we going or not? Okay. And that's, that's kind of how it goes. And so there are these rules that you have. Um, and it worked really well for me because I was raised that way. Um, and so the creed kind of spoke to me and that whole thing. And you walk out onto this 
first set we walked on was uh, uh, on the back lot in Manhattan, and it's uh, where I meet IG-11, yeah. and we're going to go find the kid. Yeah. Uh, and this dude's doing, practicing his fall from when I shoot him, and we're going through, and they're showing me all these beats of the fight. This guy's going to jump on your back. Does that work? Let's, what do you think about this? And I'm like, oh, yeah, they're talking to me. It's so weird <laughs> right. to all of a sudden right. have... I don't know. Like, I don't know. You started the show. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But I mean, even then, like, I thought it was more so that, you know, we don't have to talk to you. We'll just tell you what to do. And I'm so used to this. So then going, no, I don't think he would do a leg sweep. I think he might do a hard knee and kick a guy and then punch him. Oh, he doesn't kick guys when he's down, though. That's not Western. And so finding this all out, but being in an adult size set yeah. that you dreamed of when you were a kid, yeah. and running around with Boba. And, you know, Admiral Akbar because I have five older brothers, so I didn't get to choose who I had. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just got the last two. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Right. The guy who caused me pain for four years while I was waiting for the return of the Jedi to right. figure out what happened to Han. Right. Uh, and then I learned to love him because of his anonymity. And then that kind of spoke to how I loved Mando. Well, so, I mean, yeah. And then just, just hearing that in general, and I guess it's a question for everybody involved in that show because of the way you look at what John Favreau has done, especially with the technology with like the Lion King um, and then taking that over, coordinating that into the volume and all that. So when you walk in, because that got to be completely foreign yet, like mesmerizing. You recognize what Favreau did with that. Yeah. Like with the volume. Yeah. He, he knew a gaming company was in dire straits, went in and bought half of it or yeah. more than half and said, Hey, I want you to take your gaming technology, how the games move. And then attach it to a camera so that we can use it as this screen. Yeah. My, my Uncle Patrick in 1972 did Sinbad. And That's right, I yeah. called him. It was like, you got to see this technology. <laughs> and he was so bitter. He was like, I had a guy with a stick and a tennis ball. You don't have to imagine anything. I'm like, oh, I, it's about relationships now. Yeah. I don't have to worry about this. That's a- Manscaped is back, baby. We love Manscaped. And they are the best. Manscaped is now selling beard products. That's right. You know that. I've told you about it. That beard hedger, man, I love it. It's amazing. Brett stole mine, but I got my own. It's great. You got to shape your beard. Manscaped, you can do it. You got to uh, go on over to manscaped.com. Use that code big thing. Get 20% off for free shipping. Tame your mane. You don't want that weird beard. It's amazing. I love it. It's got a titanium-coated T-blade. It's awesome. There's beard shampoo and conditioner. It's like Christmas. So awesome. It's got beard oil, beard balm. It's got, it, it, like they knew exactly what to do by creating this thing. It's a, I mean, it's, it's like Skynet created this thing. It's so good. It's, it's how they have come up with this technology to make it so wonderful on that beard. I don't know. And Miles Dyson working over there. The Pro Beard Kit also comes with free gifts, three of them, beard brush, a comb, and scissors. So people who want to, Get their beard looking nice. That's how you do it. 20% off, free shipping. Use that code BIGTHING at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. But use that code BIGTHING. Manscaped Beard Hedger. It's one stroke, one guard, 20 lengths.
continuing that relationship because like when you look because now because and correct me if I'm wrong here because like when I remember when it started out when the show started and people were like well Pedro Pascal is going to be the Mandalorian and it came out and everyone's and I remember going and it was like a secret at first it almost seemed like and it was like no it's not Pedro behind behind the because uh, I remember people had said that I, I, we have a lot of mutual friends and I think there were some people who were saying no that I, I know who's behind there and the other people know that there's two other people that are there like wait and Pedro's not there at all and I was like I said. Who cares? I said the whole point of it is that it's like are all three of these guys bringing you a character, then you look and you go, I don't see three people. I see one character. Yes. And that's what I always felt. But the reason I asked that is because now you guys are both being credited for uh, on, on the show now in season three. But it, was, it wasn't that right away. Was that so? No, I think, I think uh, they wanted to establish Pedro and, and, you know, run him out there. I mean, the guy's ridiculously talented he's a baller he is, he's he, the idea that he hasn't ever worn the suit or anything is stupid I yeah. mean, people I, like i get hit up on social media it's hilarious because you know they're so soft um, <laughs> <laughs> you hate pedro i'm like i'm the only one literally some blogger or something came out was like he was kicked off the set and all this stuff and you know there was a big don't go out and say anything you know email that came out and i immediately came out and was like he's great it's perfectly fine. Leave him alone. Yeah. He's incredibly talented. Blah blah blah. And then people get mad at me um, now because they're like, "You don't, you know, you never talk about him in your interviews." I'm like, I, "I'm not being. If I need to speak for him, he's not doing his job." Right. I mean, like you're his press. Like he's got enough with all his, you know, things he's going on. I think he's okay. He's doing all right for I mean, himself. Yeah. You text him right now, and he'll laugh at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, "Don't want." He, he told me, "Don't fall for the trolls on the internet." So it was great, and I never was gonna. I mean, like, yeah, they're just what they are. But it's very interesting because I do respect what he does. And like, the thing is, why do we have three, and why is it seamless for you? Because John, uh, Dave, the storytellers, the editors, the directors—you know—we have a different director because it is, yeah, you know, serialized, yeah. mm-hmm. which is incredible to me, because we are dealing with a show that has, you know, I'm like kung fu. I'm in every episode, you know, like, and it's his journey. Um, so how does that work? Uh, I don't know, other than to say uh, I do what I do to the best of my ability, yeah. and then they, they can do whatever they want with it. And I know when Latif is working, you know, we work off each other quite a bit. And the reason why, like, I'm always talking about Latif is because he's clearly more available to me. Yeah, right. I mean, like, if you, you guys are on set a lot yeah, more together, right? if you know anything about, you know, Hollywood, if you know anything about that, like, my day's a lot more simple because of the anonymity I'm allowed to live with. Right. You know, I can coach Grant High School girls soccer. Right. Pedro can't. Right. So, you know, yeah. I'll take the advantages that I have. A hundred percent. And I, that's, that's why I asked that more. So I think I, what I was more happy about this season was that that's gone now. That thing, like, is there, people just know it. Yeah. And, and they, and what I also applaud Lucasfilm and everybody for doing is that now when you go to the panels, like I've been to Celebration, you guys are like the yeah. first ones out, and you're yeah. there, like, and they they celebrate you guys just as much as representing the character. And I think that's that was the right move, and I'm glad that they did it because it and and giving the credit because what you did even in the season, man, like in the in the opening episode, leaning against that tree, yeah. dude, that was that that we we talked about like that's that's like the din that we've been like you know wanting back. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. So, I mean, that whole the trust of that kind of moment came from. 
the walk down the planks in the ice planet to go get Horatio when he's playing the Mithra. Right, right, right. And uh, John's got this camera, and it's sitting down here at my feet. I'm in, it might be the 12th hour one day. And he's like, this shot's going to, this is going to be legendary. I'm like, okay, fella, get a napkin, wipe yourself off, and <laughs> this is not going to be great. And he's like, no, no, it is. And I, I mean, I'm such an idiot. Clearly don't listen to me. <laughs> so he goes, just walk. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, great. Now I'm going to think about walking. So he's like, slow down. I'm walking down the planks. I'm in the volume. It's just wood planks in the middle of a circular room with, you know, television screens everywhere. And uh, I'm walking down. This camera rises, and all of a sudden, you know, I'm walking away, and you get this shot of Din, and it's like the shot of Din. And uh, it's unreal to me. Like, he goes, come here. Look at this. I'm like, wow. Oh, my God. He goes, wait till you get to the doorway. And then they have this actual mechanical door yeah. that does this thing. And everybody, you know, that's something else that John, Dave, Lucas, I don't think it's that hard to find them, but they surround that show with people who are fans. And, like, I disagree with you. I think that it, I think that it, it is hard, hard, harder than you think. I think because there's certain because everybody says, oh, "I'm a fan of Star Wars. It's uh, what inspired me. It's what I did this, you know." But it's it's people like Dave and John, and like obviously from listening to you hear about the way you talked about like Han and and Luke and growing up on it. It's the philosophy of it, and what I think, and and you can speak on this more than I. But what I the reason why I think those two guys work together, John and Dave, is because John doesn't make any. Um, like he. he clearly was raised on the original trilogy and is a and is fascinated by the world and wants to build on it and all that stuff but it's dave who's like the the computer of all the stuff inside of it right oh my god right <laughs> anytime we have a problem on set a question hey uh you know can can you do that if dave's not there they're facetiming him yeah hey so what if we're doing this and they and like dave's like no according to this i'm like Nope. As far as lore and, and mythology, yeah. yeah. I'm like, dude, I can't remember my kid's name, and I'm looking at her. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, no, that's that was, you know, in 1984 we decided this was canon. I'm like, unbelievable. Like, it's right. crazy the level of his knowledge, like, right off. Like, yeah. You don't have to look at anything. And that's got to help you, too, I'm sure, like, oh, yeah. tremendously. With the, like the, How much did you know about, like, the, the lore of Mandalore and all that stuff, too? Because even hearing you talk, right, like, it's like you are, I mean, obviously not taking away from anything the other two guys do, but you, it seems like in the majority of the stuff that we see, and, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but the majority of the stuff that we see with Din, minus the stuff, like you said, like when Din's getting thrown out of caves and stuff, that's Latif, yeah. obviously. But the majority, like, the swagger, the moments, the conversations with the armor, majority of the time that is you. If the editor says so, it is. I will, I will say this. I don't refer, like, if people talk to me about, you know, the character, Din does just, not compute for me. I see. Mando does. Yeah, yeah. Because for me, you know, Carl Weathers, he was one of the first guest stars I worked with. Mm. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Oh awesome. <laughs> I got it. I wanna, let's, let, we'll, we'll get into a whole Carl Weathers thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had a whole moment with him. Yeah. So, but the way he says Mando, Mando. Yeah. So, so I mean, just saying, yeah. like he. I mean, it's unreal, and so I'll always be Mando in my head. I get it. And then, obviously, anytime the helmet comes off, Pedro's there. Uh, season two, Pedro did more because he wasn't, you know, on Broadway. Yeah. Uh, it, it's that kind of stuff. Like I don't, I don't want to be called a stuntman. Not because that's below me. It's because it's above me. Like I can't. 
I'm not that good. So I wouldn't want to denigrate what they do. I'm a trained actor. If I'm good enough, I'm good enough. If I'm not, I'm not. I don't care. That's up to you, the audience, the fans. If you like it, then I feel, okay, good. Not the critics, not the casting directors necessarily because they've got so many other factors to deal with. I want to know what you guys think. So if you're watching this and you're getting the feelings and, you know, I'm standing at the bar and up comes, you know, Tate, the Transocean and, and his buddies and this movement to look here and here affects you in a way like Eastwood affected mm-hmm. you that movement or my grandfather standing in a doorway affected you, then I've done my job and that's enough for me. Like, I don't want to be called a stuntman because it puts my career back. And then I go into rooms now and I'm like, I'm too old to tell you I'm not a stuntman. Like you guys got to know I've read for you before as an actor. Now that was the only thing where I was like, the credit bothered me. Um, But I mean, whatever, I'm still working. And yeah. And it's kind of, and I'm sure since that initial thing of what you said was day to day, it's not anymore. Uh, It took, took, took quite a while. Did it take you quite a while? Last season, I, I was the first time. Okay. Uh, do, you know, do you know what their intentions were with the three of you? Like, was it always to they keep... Didn't they didn't know. No, I, th- I think they wanted to figure out what was going to work best. And I think, you know, again, genius. Like, I don't know how... I don't know what John, you know, like what he has in his back room or whatever. <laughs> like his crystal ball that yeah. he messes with or the fountain of youth that he's drinking from. Whatever it is, his time machine. Uh but his ability to leave himself the options to succeed is unbelievable. Yeah. Like, how do you know, like, oh, this guy's, this guy's really good, so let's do it. Like, I, I hadn't seen him in 10 years. I thought I was never going to work with him again because yeah. Cowboys and Aliens didn't do so well. Um, I mean, I was, and by, I was positive I was going to be a star after that movie. And by the time we got to the premiere, and they're like, yeah, so we, we cut your part. I'm like, uh, he was, thanks for promoting the hell out of this movie, though. I'm like, oh, this is gonna, nah. Right. Oh, family's there. And we're like, oh, there I am. Oh, there I am. Oh, I had a monologue there. That's <laughs> you know, like, so I was like, I'm never working with him again. And so I didn't think much of it. And so now then you get to be around him daily. And I'm sure he probably just wants to scratch his eyes out. But, um, I'm incredibly impressed. And the great thing about John is, he is a teacher. Like, yeah. If you ask him a question, he is going to tell you what he's looking at and why, where it's coming from. And it's, I've seen him do it on Cowboys and Aliens with me, who was, I don't know, down the call sheet, way down the call sheet. And his kindness that way and his creativity and his desire to inform through story and mythology is the same thing Lucas did for me yeah. when I was a kid, yeah. which is amazing. Have you also you have a ever good. Watch Star Wars. Yes. What? I like just haven't seen a lot of um, women who are like into it. Now that I'm I just do a Star Wars show just to mess with people. <laughs> Maybe you're just really. Yeah. This good is at all a lie. That's the. Cr- I'm so mad that you just totally blew my cover. <laughs> she's she she's probably one of the most knowledgeable Star Wars people that I have on. This on is, show. Okay, yeah. so the, the reason why I asked that is because that answer right there. Because it's it shocks me sometimes the people who know what they know how they know it like I'm like yeah wait I I just did because I don't I know New Hope 
Right. Oh, I know right. those streams. Oh, she'll tell you clone. She probably knows more about the Mandalorian culture than the two of us put together. <laughs> oh, so you're Clone Wars the whole deal. Yes, I've watched everything. Clone Wars Rebels. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Yes. Star Wars gang gang. Oh that sounds like something you should take a pill for. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and it's also because you even listening to talk like the sense of humor, because Favreau's pretty known for his sense of humor okay. and everything, too. So that's probably, and that's why, like you said, when you first meet um, Filoni. And, hilarious. Yeah, and, and like, so when you have, like, you were able to kind of, the three of you guys kind of breaking each other's chops. Um, but there's two things I was going to ask Boba Fett stuff, but I want to stay with the Carl Weathers thing. So oh. tell me, yeah, tell me about, working with him so we're sitting down um i'm getting the bounty puck that's the first one like we're filming together and i'm in the helmet because i want him to get used to this vision to work with and i know he can hear me i can speak loud enough i'm theater trained <laughs> um and uh but i'm staring at carl weathers you know what I mean? like, uh you can only pay me like i'm like just staring at him like like I'm looking at Cindy Crawford. Yeah, I'm old. Right, Cindy yeah. Crawford. You know, like I'm like thirsty. I'm like, oh, Carl. Oh my God. Right. And he's like, we're an hour in, and I we keep having to reshoot this moment. And he goes, I need you to speak up, man. And I was like, huh? And then, because I don't, I don't get starstruck because of the life I I lived, like. I sat on a guy named Uncle Ronnie's lap and ate jelly beans. Mm-hmm. He turns out to be a president. That's who he was. But that's not who I knew. Two different things. And so um, I don't get starstruck like that. But he he had me from the moment I, I was just, and I couldn't talk. I was just quiet. And it was really weird and creepy probably for him. And then I go, I, <clears throat> I, go, I am so sorry, but. I am a huge fan of this. Yeah. And blah, 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 blah. And I just blurted everything. I go, you were the first time I cried in front of my friends. And then we all lied to each other and acted like we weren't crying. I had eye sweat, whatever it was, like when he died in Rocky. Yeah. And he was like, thank God you got that out, man. Hey, all right, now let's do this. And then he became. Your buddy. My, like yeah. my mentor. And, yeah. and now just like he's incredibly. He and my, one of my daughters share a birthday but like you know you meet your idols and 90% of the time they're never going to live up to what it's like Boba Fett you meet Boba Fett you're never he's never going to live up to what I built up since I was you know a kid like there's no way like John was a genius that way he did not do that he did not introduce Boba Fett he introduced the Mandalorian and then Boba Fett came in later and it was bitching Hal Rodriguez and them dropped him in whatever but the idea being, I now have a friend who, if I'm going in for a role or I'm worried about something, I used to sit with Carl all day and talk to him about how do you approach this scene. Dude, blah, blah, blah. And the funny thing is, like, the things that I loved, Action Jackson, yeah, yeah. those things, and he's like, you know, I'm theater trained. Blah, blah. I'm like, no, I, you know, I'm saying it meant something to me. So it doesn't matter if you think it was the greatest art or whatever, like these people. I need to know your process. How do I get through these scenes? What is my job? And, you know, I'm, I do feel a responsibility to you, to you, because I'm a fan too. Yeah. And so if I suck and then people make fun of me and I become, you know, George R. Binks in a helmet, 
Like, which is un- like his crit- the criticism of him was undue, but whatever. Just how um, the fans took him. Yeah, yeah. And just mm-hmm. and just mauled him. Thank God they didn't have social media really then. Yeah, that's right. That's right. right. Yeah. Might have been. Yeah, anyway, so uh, I just understand that I want to do beyond just being a professional. This means something to me. Lucas's mythology, Joseph Campbell, who I studied to become an actor, all the iconic mythological characters that I work from. Um, they all mean something to me. So then I get to implement those ideas through things that Carl's given me every day on set, or like Ming Na Wen, but Carl. That's amazing. That's yeah. What a great story that is. You know, we were just talking about before, because now I was like, as you were talking, I go, you know, you're going to know the answer to this because everybody's talking about right now. I don't, okay, let's, let's go into the episode two of this season. Yeah. Din's in the cave. He's going to bathe. Got to wash himself. He hasn't bathed in God knows long, a couple, four or five years. Right. Right. Yeah, he's, he's that guy under the freeway. Yeah, yeah. So he goes and he and he sinks. It's the best car that sinks him, right? Yeah. Okay. Because I, mean, I don't know if he swam a lot though. I mean, if I had to do a backstory, I don't think he's doing a lot. Maybe of he doesn't have swimming lessons. As a foundling, you you know, at a certain point. Yeah. As we saw with uh, uh, with uh, um, oh my God, Wesley. Uh, when he's getting his helmet, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's very little time between uh, getting your helmet and then learning to swim, those kind of moments. Um, so, I do I think he can swim yet? Right, but the, but but it wasn't, because people were, it, it had nothing to do with the creature. The creature didn't bring, the creature was sleeping. What creature? I didn't see a creature. 100%. Mm. Right, right. So, okay. and, which is amazing. I thought he might have gotten dragged down. No. Okay. Why would he get dragged down? The thing was sleeping. The Mythosaurus chose him. That's a, the that, chosen one. Wait, so tell me about that. I love this now. Yeah. So what is the... Katie was like this, too, by the way. So you must... You and Katie must... She hasn't met Katie. I haven't yet. met... I, I know, which is yeah, great. I was... I was I've, yeah. known, I've known Katie for, like, 16 years. So when... Those when, two would geek out. Like, oh, yeah, Katie they would, uh, is 100%. also somebody else. I could be like, hey, so uh, what's the canon on this one? And she'd be like, I'm gonna be yeah, yeah. Well, you know what's funny about and funny about crazy. that is, yeah, because she, well, that and that just shows you the research of how Katie oh, in yeah. general was. Because Katie, from being on Clone Wars, but please go talk, have a mythosaur conversation. Mythosaur. Okay, I'll mythosaur 101. So, Mandalore, the planet was named after a Mandalorian named Mandalore, his yeah. last name, and he was the one who tamed the first mythosaur. And so then it became like this whole thing where part of the lore, like the dark saber, if you wield the dark saber, you can control Mandalore. If you can like control a mythosaur, you also are like the chosen one. So that's why I think Katie and like Bo-Katan and and Din are playing off of this, like who's going to, so someone's going to ride a mythosaur. So that's (laughs) what I'm saying. (laughs) We're going to have to make a meme out of that one. (laughs) (laughs) So many ways to go, but this is, yeah. So, does the mythosaur trump, can I use that word still? Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a, the Darksaber? I I think they're, like, they're, like, a duo. Like, like whoever wields both of them is definitely has the trump card. Okay, but, I mean, if we do that, then it's Okay, but you're story, saying, like, so. if Bo-Katan had the mythosaur and Din had the Darksaber, what would be the pick? Ooh. I don't know. Man, I don't know. Here's yeah again. <laughs> I mean, this this is my favorite to do when we have cast members on from the show where they just they, they know stuff but they can't say I anything. Know. It's like the same thing where I like I I think after this episode that just aired last night, 
which I thought was a very interesting episode. My 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 opinion on it was that I think that it was two great shows in one episode. That's yeah. what, it's like I I yeah. agree. I yeah. agree. It's I like, think it might have been. Yeah, it's like it was like yeah. the, the Mandalorian show that I watched last night was great yeah. and the New Republic show I watched last night was great. Like, <laughs> so it was they, they, totally. but they, but it was just I just thought it, editing wise I had my had my thing with it but But yeah. I mean that's kind of like what what, what 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 happened in Boba, right? Yeah it, yeah, it did. But I think the only difference was this: the difference is that we were so established already yes. with Din, and with and so when he showed up, you're like, "Hey, it's that guy." Yeah. As opposed to you know the 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 doctor, who's great. Both both the actors and Katie O'Brien, we just had in here yes. as well too. She's fantastic. Yes, but we yes. haven't spent a lot of time with them yet no. in order to get that was like a pilot episode. Yes, yes. Yeah. But I mean, okay, just as fans, yeah, I'm so curious because my take on it, season two, um, loved, but. It definitely felt like we had to introduce some things yeah. throughout the season mm-hmm. so that the world could open up. Um, and some of those things for me, it now I've talked to other people, people younger than me, like the I coach a high school soccer team. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, I asked you, and it was a trick question really because I have a few girls on the team who are huge Star Wars fans and knew who I was. And the whole deal knew my secret identity. The whole deal, I was like, "What?" <laughs> and so and your Google pulled yeah, up. No, it was so weird. And yeah, I forget about Google a lot. Um, but they knew, and they they didn't. Uh, it didn't jar them in any way. For me, as the you know, like having all the scripts, knowing the story progression, knowing everything. Um, so, sometimes I worry. I just don't want it to feel like we're just trying to spin off shows right 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 i mean oh yeah and so that's you know those are the moments i felt like last night was a lot more seamless in that way yeah because it's whatever it is i thought it was a well-made episode i just like my my that was my only thing is that if they were two separate things i was because as you guys open up and it's you and it's it's uh both mando and and uh, bo katan and they open up where we left off and i think the first three episodes in general i almost think even one and two could have been combined into one big episode because it just plays into yeah. all of it but it was it was so good and then this this idea of okay well there's still these it's still like the the whole episode is basically like yeah this is the formation of what's going to happen with first order and all the stuff that's happening out there but they're still out there, and what's his face? Gideon's still running around out there, or somebody's out there calling shots. Because look at all these Tie Fighters running. And wait, sorry, so tell, how? Who's 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 when Din's jumping out the thing, and is that, that's Latif, right? Jumping out, oh, like oh jumping and, onto the and, Tie and Fighter, and coming back to the Tie Fighter, that was sick. yeah, and then sticking the bomb. Yes, yeah. okay. So oh no, no, that's for that's season one. But yeah. I'm talking about for for oh. for, for, la, for last night's yeah, episode when he him. when he jumps yeah. in. Okay, yeah. But can I say about? In season one, yes, and he's you know Din's got to get yeah, on yeah, that yeah. Tie Fighter, so they're like, "Hey, do you want to go over and do this?" And so I, I look on the screen because I'm on another unit, and I'm looking over, and I'm watching this. I go, "Is he laying on the ground because he's got his arm on something, and he's got to reach here?" And they're like, "No, no, he's he's hanging off the arm of this thing. He's about twenty feet in the air, but there's a pad. It's fine. You'll be fine." I'm like, "I'm not, no." <laughs> like, Right. You're insane. Have you seen Latif's arms? Like, right. Latif is shaped like that. He has a size 29 waist. Well, Okay. His shoulders are 42. Damn. Okay. His arms. Yeah, I saw him at the, at the premiere. He's, he's jacked. Yeah. And so, you know, 
I was like, no, I don't want to do it. But watching him hold on to this thing and like literally have to do it because <sighs> he wanted the struggle of it. Yeah, Stop yeah. Stop this thing. Yeah. Fail. Try it again. Like that's when I'm like, I'm not a stuntman. That is that is the beauty. That's why he's here. Oh, he's yeah. so good. And he's so good. And like, so last time when he jumps, because we didn't really, you know, so when he jumps out of the the thing goes down and lands and just gets right back into the ship. It's like that whole scene was so fantastic of watching them together because so it seems to me and obviously when you have an actress like Katie Sackoff and from what she did in in Longmire but in in Battlestar and all these things it makes sense to me that minus uh, whatever the, the drama is that went down with Gina Carano but like she, the character of Cara Dune is just no longer there and they had such like a kinship the two of them that it seems to me that Bo Katan is now filling that role. 100%. I mean, yeah. I, I feel the same way. Uh, Pelly, in some levels, you know, Amy uh, does. Uh, we see the value of this. And the good thing for me, and I don't think it's as a replacement, I don't think, I think they're very different um, archetypes. But there's the thing that we need. It's a, And it's going to sound really corny, but like, you know, um, for all you who fanboy Katie, it's going to sound gross. But she reminds me of my mother, mm-hmm. who's a six-foot badass. You know, like, this day, that's right, you can't prosecute her now. She, my brother Pete, who was, you know, tall guy, leaned in one time and was like, what, Bubba? And she hit him with the right hand and put him on his ass. That was the woman <laughs> she was. Like, I was like, okay. Yeah. And that's who Bo is. And that's the strength of Katie. Like, she has her human qualities obviously like both sides of it but she is such a a strong powerful person who happens to be a woman and it for me i'm a girl dad like i have three daughters to have those examples is so important and to lose you know gina and then gain katie is such a boon for us and then katie's story as Bo and this you know it was always going to happen uh to bang up against each other and, you know, to, to have this power struggle. And it is on some level, it's man and woman. And on another level, it's about just tradition versus Mm -hmm. whatever. And it's so fun to be a part of. Uh, And it's not, you know, it's not heavy handed. It's not like Joel Olstein. Yeah. They're letting you feel these things and have these questions without, you know, throwing those kind of gnarly things at you. But it's great. And that's star Wars, but, but Katie's, her professionalism is so awesome. Like she, like you, knows this incredible history. And I'm, they like to, you know, like say, oh, it's a cowboy. Because I just like to wing it a lot of the time and see how it works. And then if they need to give me some information, great. But that was a great thing about playing Mando and not Boba Fett. There was no history on him. Yeah. So right. everything we did, we did. We said, "Oh, that works." So that doesn't work. Um, so how are we gonna? How are we gonna make it? You know, how do we need to make it work? But for the most part, we were finding it together as a group, uh, uh, the three of us, and then the powers that be, whether it's stunt coordinators, yeah. directors, or producers. And you, you don't, you don't get that in Hollywood. Yeah. You don't. So you know. Uh, but Katie's badass. She's yeah, she is. Steph, you wanted to ask about the, I know we were talking about Boba Fett, like the, the show and the Mandalorian, the butcher scene and stuff. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was great. That's like one of my favorite sequences ever. Were you, was that all in the volume or was there, did you yeah. have some yeah. actual meat by you? Oh, no, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have, uh, 
we had. Uh, I love how excited had, he is he, talking about oh, this. No, scene. No, that's that's amazing. Scene was yeah, so that was, it was the best. That was Bryce Dallas Howard, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's so. real Star Wars yeah. fan too. Yeah. She's she's. She, you say real Star Wars fan? Let me tell you something about that young lady. <laughs> she's a huge Trekkie. Oh really? Go watch her. She did like an architectural digest. You're doxing her. Thing. No, it's fine. <laughs> doxing Bryce. Did she did it. She did like a come in my home thing, and they have a a, a mural of it. She's both, but she's also a Trekkie. I like wonder she if she'll it. do any directing for some of the new stuff. If it gets out there, look, she's she is fantastic. She should she she's someone who should either get a movie or more. I know she's doing Ahsoka, but she should do more. Yeah. Um, she's she's earned it. I'm watching growing with her in the show because you know her first episode I think was her first direct directing she's done oh, yeah um, on on Mando in season one, and then her ability to empower me and support me from the beginning. It's amazing. Like she yeah. just is. She's just uh, intuitive about it. Like she's like, oh, he needs you know. He's a little more softer than he looks. Do you have a favorite director that you've worked no, with? I can't. Why would I ask? No. Was it Bryce? No. Is it, it was some, is there someone that inside of that director that, I mean, because Carl Weathers obviously is probably someone who you enjoyed working with as director, but is there somebody that, like, I guess like you just said with Bryce, is there somebody that you're like, okay, I just work very well with this person when they're on? And, like, I mean, you, you say, obviously you work well with all of them, but, I, but the particular person that you just – Okay, I know so-and-so is directing this episode. Yeah. Dave. Dave, yeah. Uh, the reason being is that uh, he's also a rookie. Yeah, with this. yeah. I have pictures in the meat locker, uh-huh. and that's what I was looking for. Anyway, yeah, uh, Dave was a rookie, and he was re- he's very blue-collar. So, you know, whether John wants to be or not, he's exalted. You know, he's, you know, he saved Marble. You know, yeah, yeah. I don't care what anyone says. He, he started the whole MCU. Yeah. Right, yeah. And then uh, he's done a pretty bang up job over here too. You yeah. Know, you know, pulling it from the ashes of the phoenix is it has risen. Yeah. So it's hard for John to be taken on you know this kind of level, even though I know he was a dishwasher at Second City mm-hmm. in Chicago. The whole deal, it doesn't matter. He's not there. Right. Dave, on the other hand, even though he's unbelievable um, guy who does cartoons. Uh, he loved you love you know, need a little gonna, so great. <laughs> um, but he's so he was so earnest in what he wanted to do and his vision is so beautiful like he can draw it for you and he did and he'd be like no this is what i'm thinking and for me the way i approach uh whatever i'm doing it is all visual um and so when he draws his picture and he's like that's what i was thinking i'm like can i keep that um he was great and he's like no i want more of this western Hey, I, like, so I, second season, I, right before and during when they were shooting, I died a couple times, literally. I was in the hospital. I was in the hospital 40 days, had four different surgeries, Whoa. this whole thing. So I almost didn't make it ever again. Past in season two? Yeah, season two. Wow. And so uh, I missed, like, the first six weeks of shooting. Um, but when I came back, David pushed his episode so that I could do because he, he had written The Jedi as this super Western, and he had brought in Johnny Ringo because he knew it would just light me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to I'm, oh, I'm gonna. Michael draw. Bean, oh. man. And he, Michael Bean suckered me in. He, he played possum the whole time. Just 
oh, God, you're so good. God. And then we went to do that draw scene, and Dave was waiting for it. And when he, he called the action, Dave was like, he, I, he wanted to do it early so that Michael would have the draw. I mean, I beat him still. But yeah. <laughs> um, Dave's the best in that sense because um, he, he's, he brought himself here. And I didn't know enough to look at him that way. And he never presented himself that way. So, like with Rick, um, Rick dunked on me in high school. So, yeah. No way. Really? Right here, right out here on the west side. Really? Yep. Yep. That's Amazing. Sunday. Did he remember that, like, right away? He was, remembered it. He remembered it. Because I've been dunked on yeah, so many times. Yeah, because, like, why would you I, remember who dunked on you? I mean, I was like, wait, lean up against me. Let me see what <laughs> Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But oh my That's god, hilarious, like, so Rick! But I was I was so impressed with his uh, his art too. Like so many people, and then Deb, she was the first director I met in rehearsals, and her presence and everything made me go, "Okay, I'm in over my head." And <laughs> Dave wasn't like that. It was very, and not that she was trying to be. She just I. It was me walking into the room. Um, Dave Dave was like, "Ah, now let's see how it works," and blah blah blah, and. There was something very deer hunter about him being yeah. from Pittsburgh. Yeah. He was a third string goalie for the Long Beach Ice Dogs. Like uh-huh. he's a crazy Penguins fan. Um, and I'm a huge Kings fan. And so immediately we had a something and then he just takes me with him visually on his journey. So like I would go visit him on Ahsoka just to see what he had ready. Oh, that's cool. Like he's so like that's who he is, and I call him if I have a you know, like, hey, I'm just wondering about this or that. He's great about it. So Dave, for sure. Bryce, because um, first of all, I love the way, you know, like she brings the best out of you um, and the opportunities she's able to create to succeed are amazing. Um, and watching her grow grow up, I, I know we're similar. She's younger than me, but like watching her grow up as a director is pretty awesome. Uh, and it doesn't matter if it's me or the 10th person in the scene who walks by. Everybody's just as important, and that's something that means something. I've heard that about her over and over and over again, how, how like, Katie said it. Like, a lot of people have just said that about her. But, you know, I'll jump back on something you said about Ahsoka because there was a um, – Kathleen Kennedy in 2020 had made an announcement – that of all, when all the shows were coming out, right? Yeah. When it was Ahsoka that was announced, when at the time it was the New Rangers, but it seems like Skeleton Crew almost kind of took the place of, of New Rangers. In a as certain far way. as timing goes, yeah. Yeah. The stories. The no, story, no, the yeah. story sounds different, but as far as like, okay, we, because the reason I bring that up is because in that same announcement, she said, and it's going to lead to this big crossover major event, and it seems like the Filoni, Favreau universe, whether it's Mandalorian Boba Fett has already done that, obviously. Yes. Um, Ahsoka and Skeleton Crew all seem that's to be like the Filoni Favreau universe. Yeah. So, do you think? I mean, you, you think you know, but you just can't. I don't. Don't get yourself in trouble. But is this crossover event thing? Is that still a thing, or is that? I don't see how it doesn't. Uh, my only question is: does it does it go on the big screen, or does it does it stay in the? I mean, I love going to see movies. I saw a movie last night with my kids. Um, What'd you say? It's fucking garbage. Uh, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. We'll just... Scream 6. Oh, you didn't like it? No. Oh, man. Um, I want Nev Campbell in it. Yeah. I'm I, sorry. I, I should have paid her. Yeah. Like, it yeah. needed her. Yeah. I, um, 
but they were good. They they were good. I just I just not a fan. I wanted I wanted what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My kids liked it though. Yeah. So they got who they wanted. But but you were saying? Um, I have no idea. Yeah, you oh, talk, oh so off. I don't know if we go like I love the sc- big screen, mm-hmm. and so and I know John does and Dave, does. you know, like we grew up on it. Um, but there, you get to tell a better story on streaming on on TV overall, right? But if unless it leads to like one big thing of a bunch of that's yes. I've been saying this dude forever that uh, you know you know it's yeah, like blue in the face. Yes. Mandalorian, I feel because John just said recently that Mandalorian is um, there's no end in sight at the moment, but I think when there is, let's say it's season eight. Yeah. So season eight, hey, listen, in December. December 16th is the penultimate episode ever of Boba Fett. And then the following week, the series finale in theaters. And then it'll be on Disney Plus in a month. That's just, okay, so you and John have bigger brains than I do. Because I never would have seen that. But that's that's the way to go. Because by then, we will have it so integrated that yeah. it won't be, well, I watched this or I watched that. Like when I was growing up, especially in my house, because my, my mom's father was John Wayne. So there were... Big screen actors and small screen actors. Explains now why she punched your brother in the face. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, you, you John Wade's daughter. You might as well. She's six feet tall. Like, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. Uh, but like, we had, you know, big screen. I remember um, when Clooney was making the jump, it was still a big deal. Like, oh, he was, he went from TV to big yeah. screen. Yeah. I remember having this conversation with my mom because she was, she's so, you know, like, Versed in it all, and I was amazed. She was like, you know, usually you go the other way. You do the big screen, and then you finish on the little screen, you know, blah blah blah. And I was so I like seeing that it's obliterated now is is amazing because it was it was definitely such a big part of my life growing up. You know, oh this guy, you know, uh, John Schneider, he does Dukes of Hazard. This guy does you know movies. Burt Reynolds does movies. And you go, oh, okay, cool. But now it doesn't matter. So nah, that was streaming, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting. So I'm, I'm, I hope that it happens. And I'm, and my my prediction, and I don't, again, I'm not, I don't want to put the camera on you. My prediction is that we're gonna, uh, Din's gonna show up in, in Ahsoka, and then probably in something in Skeleton Crew. I would assume because you're gonna have this whole kind of crossover event in general. I think it's a ruse. I think that I do believe that you uh, you went to Filoni. To uh, to get advice, but I also think you were shooting shit there. If I if I was to guess, <laughs> and I think Thrawn might be on the next episode or of, called, of Mandalorian. Yeah, only because I think that could have been Thrawn's people coming because Filoni is directing next. Interesting. Episode. Do you think that they would give you? I, I am curious about yeah, this because yeah. that's a big one, Thrawn. Yeah. Do you think they're going to give you that in Mandalorian? That early? I don't know if you maybe you'll hear his voice or you're just affirm that he's there, but I think that was his guys coming in. But but what about his idea that um, Moff's out there doing stuff? I think he's out there too. He we did arrest him. Yeah, but yeah, Yeah. he's well. Well, you know, John Carlos also. They've talked about him being in the season, so he's John Carlos going to be there. He's going to be like Hannibal Lecter. I think so. Jail, but he's working for somebody. But he's working for somebody. So the question is who? But I, I think, I think Thrawn. I don't think we see Thrawn until Ahsoka is my guess. But I could geek out with you for this for for a while. I just wanted, but um, but to answer your question, yes. To circle back to a question you actually asked, what? Which is yes, huge pieces of meat. <laughs> and we actually had meat. Actually, and then yeah. other ones were props, but we had meat in there. 
and we were in the volume, and there's all these dog face guys in there. Frank Trigg being one of them, who's a Hall yeah, of Fame uh, yeah. UFC, who's now like my kids call him Uncle Frank. You know what's I hilarious? Every day. Do you know who's you know who's like one of my really close friends now is Matt Sarah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> how had, random they, is that? Right? Super random. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, like that was another fanboy yeah. moment. Yeah. I'm like, hey, yeah. And of course, I'm like, I met you at the Lobster, and he was like, huh. I was your bartender at the Lobster, blah blah blah, and he's like, "Do you have a tall bartender with you?" I'm like, "Yeah, I look like Superman." Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah." He was that guy was really geeking out. I'm like, "That's my buddy Dave." It's hilarious. So, but oh, yeah, oh yeah, I know Dave. Yes. Also, yeah, <laughs> you're Superman. Anyway, world. yeah, Superman. So, he did comedy for a long time. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, like that's the other thing. I don't think that's talked about enough. Like, I I wasn't a list actor. I'm still not. So these people walk in, you're like, hey, you're working. I didn't, I did not know it was Horatio the whole time I was. Oh wow, really? Because using that blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had this thing oh. on, and they're like, be funny to him. I'm like, yeah, be funny, blue guy. Yeah, right. And I'm in like, you know, mando mode. Like I'm a, you know, drag your ass around. But, and then um, I see uh, Brian driving the the land speeder. Uh, I don't know if you, uh, what's his last? The comedian. Um, oh, 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 yeah, Prozen. Yes. Yeah. Now, my brother, one of my older brothers, used to be the GM of Santa Monica Improv before Bud lit it on fire. I mean, it lit on fire. And um, <laughs> so, oh, look, a fire sale. <laughs> um, back with Tony Rose. And I used to watch him. I used to watch him, Sandler, all those guys do stand up. Um, it was unreal. But so I'm like, geeked out about, and I have no idea. Next to me is one of the funniest dudes ever. And we're sitting in this thing, and he's like, be funny. And he, John does that. And I think he does it to torture. Like, he does it to Burr. Yeah. He does it to Amy Sedaris. Like, I think he does it just to torture him, especially with uh, Amy and, and Burr, because they weren't, like, um, I don't know, like, canon Star Wars fans. Yeah. Yet he'll be like, ad lib. And Amy's like, how do I ad lib? I don't speak this language. Right. And she's so funny. And then um, Burr's like, I, first of all, you want me to? It's not making the cut. <laughs> but he's incredible. He's, he's really incredible. Good. He's great. Yeah, so when we, when we were at the the premiere event, yeah. I was looking over and I was, because to me, like, Burr is like this generation's Carlin. Oh, yeah. Like, and so when I was... I was sitting there, and he was there with his wife, and and I, because Ellis, my buddy Mark Ellis, is very knows him and is friends with him, and he's like, you should have went up to him and said something. I was like, nah, I don't bother him, like, because to me, like, because we caught it, he started coming around the L.A. scene after I was kind of out of it, right? Yeah. So, but he was there, and I look over, and I told you this, and then Rosario Dawson shows up, and then there's Deborah Chow, and then Mingna comes in, and then and then Sasha, oh Sasha Banks, uh, Mercedes, Mercedes comes yeah. in, and she and she's there, and I was just like, it was just like such a cool kind of geek out moment to be in that universe. I'm sure like you yeah. had the same moment, but yeah, I know you I got you got to get going though in a yeah. second. So um, where are you going? <laughs> where, you, where are you going? More work, more fake Star Wars conversations. <laughs> <laughs> just gotta get my money. I love off these fanboys. You're gonna have that story now that Din said. What do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you know you about, it? about it? You, you want to talk about it? But um, you, you got to definitely come back. I come back anytime. You got just over the hill. So. You got to definitely come back because there's we we could we could talk about this for. We didn't even get to the the a lot of the. A lot of the stuff, the Boba Fett stuff. We should do a watch party. 
100 percent for the maybe even we'll do a subscribe watch party i'll come yeah latif to come yeah uh i'll get emily the armor oh that would be great let's do it yeah let's do it we'll set this whole thing up we'll do like a we'll do like a full event of it that'd be amazing that's amazing i would love that so thank you for everything you do on the show man it's it's fantastic it's really great to see what you guys are doing it's it is like i i always talk about how it's funny you're saying about season two season two is actually just for me just a little bit above season one but i love but i love one as well but see but they mandalorian to me it's it's original trilogy and then mandalorian um and then but andor andor is andor is is circulating because andor was brilliant i agree brilliant brilliant people are like uh or maybe they weren't. I thought I read some things, but I loved it. It, it for like pe- split. Yeah, it was. It was, well. It was I, there was a lot. I mean, I think that there's not a lot of arguing that it's some of the best written yes. stuff ever. But um, no please offense, come, John. Please, <laughs> please come back. We'd love to have you back. And thank you again, uh, Brandon Wayne. This to you too. Yes, please. Just so you know, and 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 I think this goes across the board for most of my castmates and 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 everybody we work with. Grips down to the PAs. You know, muffins, all those guys. Um, I thank you for this opportunity. I thank John, obviously. But without fans, I don't have a job. And I don't mean that in, like, a little cute way. I mean that fucking 100%. I care less about anything else except for that you guys enjoy the show. And that's the way I don't think there's anybody on this cast who doesn't feel that way because – to be able to walk out on the stage at celebration, I never would imagine. Yeah, you going to London? The greatness that you feel, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, uh, I, I never. That feeling is just overwhelming, but the joy that I got, yeah, from you, not because I was happy, you guys, whatever. I, I literally could care less. I want to work as a business model, but as a person, I care less about the adulation. I love that you love it. That's something that's crazy. Like, yeah. I mean, so without you, without the fans, I don't have a job. I don't get to do what I do every day or, you know, for eight months out of every year. Play like I did when I was a kid. And the freedom and joy of that is unparalleled. So thank you. But, yeah, I just uh, want to say that before you said thank you to me. <laughs> well, for real, and I, we appreciate that very much so. And, and the show's been awesome. Can't wait to see where it goes. Um, Din's got his, his helmet back on, man, and now he's Mandalorian once again. So we'll see where the, where it's going to take us. Uh, one thing, you got to give a note to Lucasfilm. I'm glad last night was 50, but these 33-minute episodes <laughs> – for the, for the pits. I feel like the other one was twenty eight. Like the first one was the like pits. Dude, too I see too it, short. I'm like what the? What are you doing? The pits. It's got. It's, it's got. So it's got. It's got to be longer. Yeah, but um, I agree with but, you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks once again, Brendan Wayne. Make sure you follow him on the social, and we're very, very grateful that he was able to come in and have his time here. And we'll have him back. And look, we will get Latif, and we'll get the armor, we'll get everybody in here. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a blast. So thank you guys once again. Appreciate it. It's the big thing, Sith Council, and we'll see you on the flip side. Peace. Stronger.